4.15 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And we are joined by Tony Reese. He, of course, the uh, frequent guest on this show. Well, from time to time. Frequent's probably a bit much. That is a, it's a little overkill to call That's me frequent. A, but I've, we've been <laughs> meaning to get you back for some time. Well, so. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm happy, to, happy to be here. We called you, uh, and this is, these are your words. This is your, your <laughs> own explanation of what you are. Tony Reese, public relations consultant, political analyst, and cotton candy enthusiast. I am a cotton candy enthusiast. I, you're the first person I've ever met to admit to such a thing. <laughs> it's uh, it's funny. Um, a friend was traveling. I think she was in Iowa or someplace, and put on her Instagram a picture of Trump hair cotton candy. <laughs> yeah. And I said, "Well, pick me up some up, please." Um, and she brought back two tubs of Trump hair cotton candy in one trump or in one tub of beer flavored cotton candy and i had no idea until just a few months ago that there is a market for craft cotton candy people <laughs> it is unreal what? You can, I, come on now craft cotton candy craft cotton candy there's craft beer there are craft cocktails and now craft cotton candy an untapped market yeah for sure uh, i uh, i should look up about uh, becoming a distributor but i probably eat all my profits anyway so so not to belabor the point here but let's go back to this trump hair cotton candy now it looked like cotton candy or it looked like trump's hair it was the uh the amber hue of president trump's hair so it was the right color it was the right color probably the right texture i haven't uh <laughs> <laughs> i haven't but licked the president's head ask, um uh, uh who was the late night tv show host who rubbed his head not oh jimmy, um, um the other jimmy the other jimmy yeah, jimmy uh jimmy fallon, fallon yeah, yeah yeah uh so butterscotch flavored is the question that you're gonna yeah, ask but it also tastes like freedom so <laughs> does it smell like freedom um <laughs> That's, no, it smells like teen spirit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And then beer. It was just stra- what kind of beer? I mean, it, all those that, crap beers. That had more of just a general yeasty beer smell, but uh, that one had more of kind of a uh, a dark caramel uh, aftertone, too. It was really quite good. Where are you? <laughs> dark caramel aftertone. <laughs> Where, so is there a website or where uh, there is a website and i should have looked it up <laughs> i think I'm, you probably find it if you if you google craft cotton craft or or trump candy. hair cotton candy trump hair cotton that's a candy. probably a pretty popular seller i'm sure you'll discover a world that you never knew existed in the world of cotton candy because what what are we talking about? what is cotton candy it's sugar like whipped in heat i don't even know how they make it they do the thing in the barrel and that's all i know it's angelic and it's mystical and it's one of those mysteries that man will never know well we're just all gonna have to (laughs) move on uh so tony we have you on the show because uh i can we can have a a wide-ranging discussion on the world of politics and government with a fresh perspective you know because i have my observations on a daily basis as you know and we have, uh, of course, uh, some regular guests in here to talk about politics. Mm-hmm. Mr. Ellis, whom you know. Yep. Some of these folks. Matt Staub, perhaps you know him. You know Matt. And the name is familiar. For, disgr- Sorry, Matt. Disgruntled <laughs> former city count commissioner, Matt Staub. Okay. So uh, they all bring a unique perspective, as do you. So let's, let's get into it. Um, your president, our president, from your, from your uh, persuasion, you... We should say you are active in, it's fair to say you've been in Republican politics. Yeah, that's fair to say. You're not, yep. you're not a gun for hire for anybody. 
it just works out that way. Right. right. Okay. Right. So as you're looking at this, and I talked earlier about this whole thing with Corker today and the widow and, and McCain yesterday and the widow the day before. And I mean, it's something every day where he's just lambasting somebody and, you know, making people angry that he shouldn't make angry. What is going on here, man? I don't know if he's making people angry that he shouldn't be making angry or if a handful of senators are just naturally angry because A, they're not president, or B, their person that they initially endorsed did not get the nomination. They just didn't see this coming. You've got to remember that the uh, the U.S. Senate, and we've got a couple of really fantastic senators who um, are very level-headed and plain-spoken people, and they're really just fantastic guys. But a lot of them, I mean, you're in a room of 100 people who think they should be president. Sure, that's always been true. Right. So and so, throw and so, bombs at them? Is that what you're supposed to do? I, I don't ever see the president necessarily always taking the first punch. I do think that it is a, it's a response thing, and I don't think that uh, some members of the Senate are used to that. They're, you know, they're not used to having somebody respond in force on that, especially somebody from their own quote-unquote party. And I don't think that uh, President Trump necessarily sees himself as a party person and i don't think that that's pretty clear uh, i don't think a majority of his voters don't see him as a party person i think that majority of his voters um took a look at it and and realized that that things do need to change in washington dc and that this was a a once in a generation opportunity to just try to shake things up a little bit uh probably for the better um, you know, certainly there it's not everything I, that, that the president does I agree with. Um, and his approach certainly is, um, what is the word, unorthodox in, in an approach. Um, but that doesn't always mean um, that, it's a, that it's bad mm-hmm. um, to do. Did, do you think that in the current atmosphere they can pass a tax cut proposal? They have to pass a tax cut proposal. But can they? Yes, I think they can. How can you do that if you are upsetting everybody? Now he's going to need somebody from the Democratic Party. If if he loses Rand Paul and he loses McCain and he loses Bob Corker, because he's, you know, maybe he won't lose. I think Rand Paul has said he's all on board for the tax proposal. He's all on board for a, not for having the debt, the deficit go up that much. He's 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 has he's said on after board for a tax. He's on board for a tax proposal, and the the thing that I think the president has got going for him, and the Republicans have got going for them in the uh, tax proposal, is taking a look at the 2018 map. You do have a lot of Democrats in the Senate up for reelection from t- Trump country, mm-hmm. and I would not be surprised to see some of those Democrats um, from red states. Um, sort of embracing the old moniker, remember the blue dog Democrats, mm-hmm. um, kind of going back to that kind of fiscal approach and realizing that, you know what, they're, if they want a chance at reelection, they may have to cross the party line and support the tax proposal. So are they slow playing it, the Democrats, to try to avoid that possibility of being caught between their party and their reelection bid? I would imagine that's their strategy, yeah. Yeah, for sure. When they're, you know, when you're a senator, you have your own strategy, your own base, and you have to deal with your own reality. I mean, Tim Johnson did that for an entire career of balancing those two notions. Uh, but I wonder the, what the, the 
it would be very interesting to see some polling out of some of those key states. And I know it's out there. I just haven't seen it. Right. I've, I haven't either. I haven't, I haven't dug too deep um, into it. But it would be interesting to see, in the end, what, um, you know, a Senator uh, McCaskill out of Missouri or Senator Heidekamp out of North Dakota, two states that went for, for Tr- President Trump and that are overwhelmingly Republican. Mm-hmm. Uh, Missouri, not so much, because you do have, you know, the the metro areas on either side that, right. that those districts will skew. But if you look at the... The state legislature, um, the assembly in Missouri, it is the majority Republican. It's a Republican state. and But there's been a lot of statewide Democrats out of Missouri. There's been some statewide Democrats out of Missouri, yes. Yeah. Same with North Dakota. I Same mean, with North Dakota. It's um but you know, I don't I just don't I don't know if the Pelosi Schumer um approach no. to, to bombast is gonna play well uh for Senator Heidekamp or Senator McCaskill this time around. Uh I think the bombast is a, is it has been redefined in this particular context. I, th- <laughs> well, I think I think the bombast has been um, you know I say this as a partisan in this sense has been returned in force um, and I just I don't think that casual political observers or the media are used to it I mean there were you know when when Nancy Pelosi could go out and Say, oh, we need to pass the bill to find out what's in the bill, and nobody ever questions her. Or to have uh, Senator Reid, um, and he said this was his proudest moment as United States senators when he said that Mitt Romney paid zero income taxes, and he knew it was a lie. And he said it from the Senate floor to, to avoid things. So when you've got one party that's out there doing, doing that, and now they're being you know, answered, and somebody's taken the tactics of the Democrats and is using it against them, or not even against them, just using their tactics because they've sometimes they work. He's not using it against Democrats. He's, he's using it against Republicans. He's, he's using it to advance his agenda. How do you think lunch went today at the White House? I I think the lunch, I don't know about the White House mess, but I'm pretty sure the president was down at the Capitol. The, was that at the Capitol? The, the Senate, at the yeah, yeah. I, I knew it was lunch between <laughs> Trump and the, uh, and the GOP senators. So. It probably went well. Uh, Senator Rounds had a video out on his Facebook that uh, discussed and they talked about, you know, the need and the desire to to pass a comprehensive tax reform bill. Um, you know, it's really going to help the middle income earners. They talked to you. Uh, How's it going to help middle income earners? Because I, I don't, I mean, I'm asking legitimately. Well, the one thing that, I mean, we haven't actually seen the actual proposal yet. Yeah, that's what so, I'm saying. So I don't we, know how so, so we don't know. So I do appreciate the question because there yeah. are some in the media who take a look at the goal of the three brackets and they think that nothing is going to change for the middle income earners. But what we don't know is where are those income levels going to lie uh, when those brackets come out. So, you know, your your marginal rate might not change, but your effective rate could very easily change and change drastically. And the proposal to uh, raise the uh, per-child tax uh, credit, which I am proud to say that I worked for the U.S. Senator uh, who actually passed that way back in the 90s when it was only $500. Uh, so I'm excited to see that that go up. And, you know, some of the tax credits uh, for uh, for child care, I think, is going to definitely help, uh, you know, middle-income earners and, and families and, and small businesses. We've got to understand, too, that most of America runs on small business. And if we lower that corporate tax, that is also a tax cut for middle-income earners who are also business owners. Well, we can, we can talk about that in a second. Uh, we're going to come right back with Tony Reese. He is, of course, the public relations consultant, political analyst, 
analyst and cotton candy enthusiast. <laughs> this is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. Let the main streak of fame.